what's up everybody this is lamar hicks aka the l dog man today is monday april 23rd 2018 and you know i want to thank god for waking me up this morning and getting me started on my way and be able to share with you the masses the flavor in your ear man start off with baseball this morning um man the cubs and a's both win so i gonna even tell you who they played they won that's what matters the braves game got postponed by the way so i was hoping that all three of my teams will win <clears throat> excuse me but unfortunately like i said the braves game got postponed probably due to rain or something Man, now I'm going to hop right into the association, otherwise known as the NBA. Man, let me tell you about these NBA playoffs. I mean, everybody's playing to win now. And there's a different atmosphere in the playoffs. I think I've shared that with you before. Um, man, things are getting real chippy at times during, um, during the games and everything. So... But man, I'm gonna hop right into it. Man, Guinness of Pocono tipped in the go-ahead basket with five seconds left as the Bucks hold on for a 104-102 victory to tie the first round of their playoff series against the Boston Celtics. The Spurs beat the Warriors to avoid a sweep, so now that series is at 3-1. Um, Spurs won 103-90. Man, if you watch that game, it just seemed like everything was going the Spurs' way. Everything. And I'm going to leave that right there. All right, are you ready? Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Especially when John to the windows, to the wall, gets cooking. I'm serious, man. When John Wall is on, he is on. So I guess by now you figured out that the Wizards have um, even the series against the Raptors 106 to 98. Man, this series could go either way. So I guess, you know, home cooking, you know, in the Milwaukee series and now in in this Washington series, home cooking has, has shown it's, it's, it's always good to go home. It's always good to go home. So now both of those series are tied uh, two games apiece, as I stated, you know, with the Bucks earlier. Excuse me. And the land has also tied their series with the 104-100 victory over the Pacers. Man, LeBron had 32-13-7. And, seven, and um, I saw that they came to the, to the stadium again with matching suits on. So that's, I guess that's cool, so to speak. Um, 
Man, hopping into the news. <sighs> Y'all knew it was coming. Y'all knew it was coming. So, here it is. Hold on just a second. Let me get to it. All right. At least four dead in the Tennessee Waffle House shooting. The Nashville Police Department said that they are searching for a gunman who opened fire at an Antioch, Tennessee Waffle House at 3.25 a.m. The guy was nude and fled on foot. Um, at least seven people shot um, at this Waffle House. Um, they say that one dead, multiple people taken uh, to Vanderbilt. And um, the guy is still on the run and possibly armed. Yeah, right now, when he walked in, he was wearing a green jacket and nothing else. He was naked underneath. Um, he was walking to the Shell Station down the street from a hospital hike. Um, but now as I'm reading, um, three are dead and four are wounded. When is this? Okay, I don't know if you guys got that or not, so I'm gonna play this again. Hold on a second. He was trying to reload. I'm not exactly sure, but I saw my opportunity in my window, so I took it and uh, I ran through the door as fast as I can and uh, just kind of mo jammed him up with the gun when he pointed down, and then we started kind of wrestling for it and scuffling and fighting for it, and. Uh, after he, he let it go with one hand, and then when he just had, had it in his other hand, I just took it and I tossed it over the, um, the counter. And uh, I pretty much removed him out of the restaurant with myself. And then he kind of walked off by himself. So you pushed him out of the restaurant? Yes. I mean, what were you thinking about as this was all happening? It wasn't really a... It really, really wasn't a, a, a process of thinking. It was more so of a, a, a now. Um, you have to do this now or it's not going to be. If, if, if I let him load that weapon, it wasn't going to be another window. It wasn't going to be another chance. It was pretty much like shooting fish in a barrel because literally it was pretty much like this, a brick wall behind us, and there was nowhere to go. So that was not that was from when you grabbed, I grabbed them. Close to, the, I guess, the barrel of the of the gun. Um, it's actually burnt in this, I guess, this little region here. Oh, because of it just got, the gun yeah, just it was, gone off. Yeah, it was just so discharging. So um, it's, it's burnt pretty much up here. And then it's actually wrapped here into here. So, um, Think about what you just saw. That hand, his hand is so severely burnt because he grabbed the barrel of an assault rifle that had just gone off dozens of times. He didn't care. He grabbed that gun, and he pulled it out of the hand of the man who was firing it. He saw his chance, Jennifer, and said, this is it. If I do not do this right now, all of these other people inside of the Waffle House are going to die. This is the gun that James, of course, grabbed. He grabbed the head of it there and managed to get it away uh, from the gunman as all of this was still unfolding. Had he not done that, you can only... 
Wow. Man, that's 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 chilling right there. Um man. He he this this gentleman, the gentleman that was talking, he's um man, he's a hero because if he didn't stop him, there's no telling what more fatalities could have came about. So, man, big ups to him who um who stopped the shooter. But um last I checked he is still on the loose. So, um, man, that's, that's that's just crazy. Well, look, you know on Mondays, you know what I do. This is just um, the first segment of my podcast. The second segment is coming. And so you already know who is coming. Mr. Eric Thomas is going to enlighten you on um, what's really going on. So without further ado, I'll see you guys in the other segment, or you'll hear my voice in the other segment. All right, later. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Lamar Hicks, a.k.a. The L Dog. Man, before I uh, bring Eric Thomas to the forefront, man, I want to give a special shout-out to Martha's Place and Aunt Capone. And I'm only singling out those two because... um, you know, they have listened to my podcast, you know, recently. And I also, I cannot forget, cannot forget my homegirl, Nor. I cannot forget her, man. Man, um, this week, I will uh, share with you her podcast and anybody else's podcast this week. So, I'm putting the Anchor family on notice this week. You do a podcast. It's fantastic. As it always is, I'm putting you on the forefront. Just putting you guys out there. All right, well, look, without further ado, here's Eric Thomas. Man, y'all sit back and enjoy because y'all know the past couple weeks I put him out there. I hope that you guys have learned something. All right, here we go. When I think about my experience here at Take, Take Control today, couple of nuggets that stood out, stood out. Number one, straight out the gate, Eric Thomas told us, you are here. And for me, coming, you know, being a uh, startup company, being an entrepreneur that's just starting out, to really hear a guy who's this far into his career look me in the eyes with the rest of these people in the audience and say, you are here. Stand up. Speak up. It really empowered me. I want to specifically say to anybody out there that's on the fence, they don't know if maybe they have the money to scrap up to come to a conference or they don't really know what they might get from Take take Control or any of the ETA conferences, just do it. One time, step up, show up, and see what it's like to be in front of all these people. You know, to be in front of Eric Thomas, to be in front of CJ, Carl, and the whole crew, Josh, everybody in between. You will not want to miss another one after that. You know, when I think about education and the work that we're doing through school days, you know, this, this is like life-changing work. You know, this isn't entertainment. You know, this, this is life-changing work. And so every time I go in and I think, you know, I deal with like a certain population, elementary, middle, high school, you know, depending. There's a certain, like, relationship I have to it. And it's like I walk out thinking like, yo, I mean, we made impact today. But I'll be honest, with that group, 
I literally felt like I was talking to, you know, that Eric Thomas that was at that crossroads. And what I mean by that is, you know, I could talk to a group of elementary school kids, middle school kids, and I'm talking to them about this, you know, the importance of school. But it's like, come on, let's be real. I'm talking 10 years in the future, you know, 15 years in the future, and sometimes it's hard for them to make that connection. But when you're dealing with adult ed, like when you're dealing with adults who miss the mark, whether it be, you know, they end up getting pregnant, uh, they went to prison, you know, uh, they just made some bad life decisions or some bad life decisions happen to them. When they get that second chance, it's an insatiable desire. The stuff I was saying, it, it was registering to them that at that moment, not five years from now, you won't get what I'm saying. Ten years ago, no, no, they knew exactly what I meant in the moment. She said, Dr. Eric Thomas. Like, I don't, I don't go by Dr. Eric Thomas. So when I heard it, I was tripping like, what? Dr. Eric Thomas? I'm like, who is that? Like, yo, I'm tripping like, for real, I'm a high school dropout. I got kicked out of the, like, not only am I a dropout, I got kicked out of Detroit public school system. Like, don't come back. I was so dumb, I didn't know the difference between college and the university. I didn't know, I thought it was all the same. My man was like, you go to the college? I was like, yeah, I go to a college. What? I'm like, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I got accepted to college. He was like, not a university? I'm like, a what? University is the same. He's like, it's not the same. I was like, what's the difference? He was like, well, a university has advanced degrees. And I was like, oh, we good then. We all start with one, two. We all got to get a four-one four first. I'm just saying, we all got to get a four-year degree. So it don't make a difference if I start at a major university, if I start at a small school, if I start at a two-year school. If we all got to get a four, I just got to get a four. And once I get a four, I'm in the game. When you got into this college, you just set yourself up to get everything everybody else in the world got. It's up to you if you make it or not. But when you come here, you have all the ingredients to be whatever it is you want to be, live wherever you want to live, and do whatever you want to do. The transition's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Go from being on the block, going to be a high school dropout, to getting a GED. It's not. The transition is not easy. In order for you to go from one level to the next level, in order for any woman to transition, for any man to transition, the thing that they want must be greater than the thing they currently have. You only go to another level when you go when you on this level and you eating out of trash cans and you say enough is enough. When you living in abandoned buildings in the winter and you say enough, you only transition from one level to the next when you tired of the level you on. You keep telling me this happened in your life and that's happened in your life and it who is happening to everybody. You let your pain punk you. You let your pain make you quit. You think you special? You think you the only one? We all go through it. I'm just gonna get some out of my. So you're going to have to go through it just like everybody else. You're going to have to pay the fare. Sweat, blood, tears. But guess what? When you walk across that stage, it's going to have that much more meaning to it. Yeah, I, I think what makes the work I did today so meaningful, you know, is that you're looking at people who, they're at the crossroad. So you can listen to my message and, like, turn it all the way around as if you never had an academic challenge. You know, it's like myself. I'm a high school dropout. But with a PhD, it's almost like I, I never was a high school dropout. Like, I never, it never took me 12 years to get a four-year degree. Like, with the degrees that I have, it wiped away, you know, all of the past 
mistakes I made in terms of academics, whatever. And so I think having an opportunity to speak to them, what makes it so profound is that I can speak and I can immediately impact them and make them go back to the classroom and, and, and have a lens on life that they've never had before. And that will, if they got children, immediately affect their children. You know, if they have a job, the way they're gonna go back to work will immediately change the way they perform, which could immediately change everything else about their lives. So again, talking to middle school kids, yeah, I'm, I'm speaking into your future. Elementary, I'm speaking into your, you know, future. High school, I'm speaking to your immediate future. Adult learners, I'm talking to your immediate situation, and I'm giving you tools that you can use that are very practical right now, as soon as you walk out that presentation. The gateway to all success is through knowledge. We're not talking about degrees right now. My degree is not hanging up. None of my degrees are hanging up nowhere. As a matter of fact, when I got my PhD, they said to me, as we heard you, what do you want us to say? I looked in the room. I was like, yo, it's a couple kids here from the hood with their family members. I could tell a little man ain't feeling school. Oh, I see some people in this room. Oh, I can see they had a hard time in life. I see some people in here, they got pregnant, and they didn't get to finish school. There's some people who was trying to look out for their loved ones, and they was on that street. They was on that block. They was getting that work in. They ended up going to prison, and they ain't finished school. Oh, I see them in here. I said, I don't care what you say, but make sure you tell them I started with a GED.